Hello, hello, and welcome to the Procrastinate and Platypad podcast, your one-stop shop for platypus facts, references to your 90s childhood, and existential dread. Hmm. This week, we settle an argument once and for all, and you found out why Tom keeps Welsh blood in his fridge. Today's episode is sponsored by the Sea Life Centre. But can you imagine, the Sea Life Centre's mint, the sharks, there's a talking statue, and there's that tunnel. Yeah, the tunnel's like the, the highlight for the all swimming sort of around here. We are specifically talking about Blackpool Sea yes, Life Centre. Yes, Blackpool here. Sea Life Centre. Other sea life centres are available. Are available, but definitely place close to my heart. I'll never forget when that statue of, I'm assuming it's Poseidon. I think it is. Maybe. Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, children. It's me, Aquaman. <laughs> and I'm like, who? <laughs> but I think I, I prefer Batman, if that's all right. I am going to teach you how to fight in the water. <laughs> I can speak to fishes. <laughs> yeah, great. Cheers. Cheers, man. Come back when you've got the, the proportional strength of a spider, then we'll talk. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Talking to spiders, right, I was I was pooping the other day, just, you nice. know, as you do, on my phone, YouTube. I've got... A, you were pooping on your phone? I was pooping on my phone. That's not very hygienic, Tom. No, I know. <laughs> I've got, I've got a four-month free trial of YouTube Premium, which is just mind-blowingly great, but I'm not going to pay for it. Does anyone pay for that? Does anyone People have do. YouTube Premium? People pay for YouTube Premium. I, I just why I had a four month free <laughs> trial, um. So I was like, I'll try it out. But yeah, you can literally you can lock your phone and still listen to things. You can go on other apps and YouTube will just stay in the bottom corner. It's great. See that to me that's that should be the the default function of the Completely program agree. in my opinion. Completely that, agree. That should be like base functionality. Yeah. So what has pooing on your phone got to do with spiders? Oh, spiders. Though? So yeah, I um, I so I looked up and there was a spider climbing across the wall now my bathroom wall like most is made out of tiles and it was just Mm. amazing watching this spider just move around the wall and have Mm. grip on these really slippy Mm. tiles like if i tried Mm. to climb up a tile i'd just fall on my face that's true that's true i mean if i try and go for a light jog i fall on my face so there's not really you know much contention there (laughs) people watching this on video as well you'll have to excuse the sweat i am literally dripping because and i'm in a tiny room and it's british summertime it's currently about 26 degrees which for for us let's just talk about this for a minute actually so (laughs) americans uh and other other hot countries so america australia available yeah Yeah. (laughs) they um they're like oh that's not hot like 20 26 27 degrees isn't hot what what are you on about the thing is right in britain we don't have air conditioning as standard in our homes we're not built for this our houses are not built our houses are built to keep heat in rather than get it out because like, it's Baltic over the time of the year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh. Whereas, like, um, your hotter countries, they a lot of them have aircon. I understand some don't, but a lot mm. of them do. Um, mm. But you, your houses aren't designed to keep heating as well. Uh, so, mm. yeah, it's uh, I'm currently just yeah. pouring with, yeah. with sweat. Me too. We are in the middle of a, a British heat wave, which has put me in the middle of an existential crisis, Tom. Why? Well, because... This is only going to get worse, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, 
this climate change malarkey. Yeah. Like all these environmental disasters going to get. They're flooded in China. Yeah. That looks pretty horrific. Germany. You know, flooded in Germany. That's crazy. Yeah. These these weather events are just going to get mad and mad, and it just it just fills me with a crippling anxiety, Tom. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but I, I I it's it's crippled. I've got a crippling anxiety about yeah. the fact that we could be the last generation of normal human beings. I know. The problem is, as well, we both live very close to the sea. Yeah. So if sea level is rising, we're screwed. And what's going to happen is these rich bastards, on top of, you know, the tax they don't pay and the corpses of hundreds of thousands of workers, are going to just fuck off to space and take, I don't know, a handful of us poor people with them to serve them caviar and nonsense and just i'm I'm freaking out tom freaking out going back to rich bastards um i just want to mention so last week richard branson flew his virgin flight thing to space now his his spaceship we'll call it looks pretty sleek pretty cool pretty futuristic jeff bezos on the other hand his rocket Look like a penis. It is a bit phallic. A bit? <laughs> it's just a mm, giant penis mm. flying off to space. Yeah, and the rocket looks like a penis as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, but that, that's all I'm going to say on the matter, because I know we'll we'll get too deep into this, and this is an improvised comedy podcast. No, it's now Johnny's Mental Breakdown <laughs> Existential Dread podcast where i talk about the fact that we're all gonna die look look at it this way right we are all gonna die but just you will die knowing that people have listened to us waffle on for 20 minutes about platypus or is it platypi or platypus oh that's clever that is your first successful segue of the season First successful segue of the season (laughs) that takes us on to our fact for this week it's fact of the week time what's the fact johnny the fact is uh there is no universally agreed upon plural form for platypus in the english language there we go no one knows exactly what they're called in you know where a group of platypus is is it just platypus for example, like sheep. Like sheep, and yeah, that was going to be my example. But then you've got mm. cow and cows. Mm. So is it platypuses? Platypuses. I think that is the generally used term. It is, but we're, we're going to make history today and we are going to come up with the official. Once and for all, draw a line under it. This is the word from now on that people will use the world over in English-speaking language to identify the plural of platypus. So we're going to go through a couple of, you know, alternatives. We've got platypuses, yeah. which sounds too much like platypussies to me. So yeah. we won't... <laughs> I, I mean, I have to tick against it for, for, for start off. Yeah. You know, whatever scientists thought that would be funny, needs a slap on the wrist because <laughs> it's not good. No, no, it's not. So what about... This is... I, I feel like this is an obvious one. Platypie. Platypie is our namesake, and so that exactly. gets a plus. That gets a plus one anyway. Yeah. Platypie. It's funny. It just it's just fun to say. It rolls off the tongue. It does roll off the tongue. What about something a bit more unique, 
like platypus. 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 Um, we do like platypus. We do like platypus. Um, and I will never put that down in writing because I want it to be unknown exactly yeah. how you spell okay. platypus. Yes, I like that. Platypus. So the 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 unclear nature of how to spell it gives it a plus point. Yeah. Platypus. Definitely. Uh, it's also impossible to say without putting on a funny voice. True. Platypus. another plus. <laughs> so to me, it's, it's level pegging. Yeah. With platypi currently. Then you've got, I don't know if, if this actually is a thing or not, but can you shorten the word to make it a plural? Platy. Platy or just plat? Plat. Look at that herd of plat. Yeah. That's quite good. Yeah, so plat. Look, a river full of plat. Exactly, ah, yeah. I like it. See, yeah. There's something very, there's something very like Saxon about the single syllable. Yeah. Just, you know, look at that plat. It's like a good swear word. It is. Monosyllabic. Hits you. You stupid plat. You stupid plat. Work as, a, as an insult. Yeah. It's always a plus. It sounds a bit like prat. It does. It it It's shorter, so you're using less of your face muscles mm. and your mouth muscles and that is in your face i don't know yeah I that, but... uh, as a <laughs> as a northerner that sits well with me as well yes you could you can mumble because we plat. we do naturally us us northern folk we naturally mumble or just mm. cut things off of words so for example mm. there i said cut Instead of cut. Yeah, why why bother pronouncing the T properly? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say properly, properly then. Pro- properly. You may have noticed. Properly. Properly. Yeah. Properly. So, I would read this other Wikipedia article. Okay. Colloquially, the term platypi is also used for the plural. Although this is a form of pseudo-Latin. Oh, okay. That is. Going by the words Greek roots... This is another... I'm, I'm getting to the next one up here. Okay. The plural would be... Platypodes. Oh, I like that. Platypodes. I re- that sounds like a Pokemon. I really Platy- like it that. does. Yeah. Platypodes. Yeah, go Platypode. Platypodes. Platypodes. <laughs> what did it evolve into? Um, Platypuis. Platypuis. Yeah. And then Platytoad. Platytoad. That's better than what I was going to say. I was going to say plat- <laughs> platabong or platagong or something, but they're a bit hard. Platagong. Platagong. Yeah. Mm. Platabong. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you get like in some like tat shop in like a weed Benadol. shop in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> platabong. <laughs> so we need to decide, and then we'll throw it out to the audience. Right about what the 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 official from this point on, what this podcast and all other podcasts will refer to is the plural of platypus. So for my money, we've got three. We've got platypi, yep. platypus, and platypodes. Yes, hundred percent. I am going to write these down, and I am mm. going to put it to a vote on social media. So, well, um, if you're listening to this now, the poll will be on Facebook and Twitter. So go and uh, go and vote, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. In we'll leave it a couple of weeks, I think. News of the week, news of the week with Tom and Johnny. I'm gonna make these even harder for you to. I gotta say, to. like in the, yeah, <laughs> when you started off, the melodies were quite simple, yeah. and now you're just throwing all sorts in there. 
it comes once again from that fountain of journalistic integrity and cutting edge stories that is the metro awesome right so (laughs) the news the article thousands of pigeons vanish mid-race in bermuda triangle style mystery now we should clarify that the metro has done a fair bit of editorializing here because this story has nothing to do with the bermuda triangle the pigeons did not go through the bermuda triangle the Bermuda Triangle is nowhere near the, the source of disappearance. So I think they just wanted to put Bermuda Triangle in a headline. Oh, yeah, 100%. And there's, a, there's a picture here that uh, I think I want to draw attention to first. And it says, <laughs> in quotes, the worst day in pigeon racing history. Yes. <laughs> As thousands of birds vanish. The darkest day the darkest in pigeon day. racing history. <laughs> there hasn't been a worse day for pigeon racing. What was the previous darkest day <laughs> for pigeon racing? Uh, probably bird flu. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was the uh, the Great Pigeon Wars, led, of course, by Dick Dastardly and Mutley, hey. as they tried in vain to catch the pigeon. That would have been funnier. That would have been so much funnier. And I've ruined it by bringing up bird flu. <laughs> As always, Tom. As always. Trust Tom. You know, weddings. Christian. Christian. Weddings. Christians. Christians. Just, just Christians. Are you a Christian? Bird flu. <laughs> weddings. Christians. Bar mitzvahs. You know, Tom ruins it by bringing up bird flu. It's first of all, I'd like to uh, say welcome and thank you for attending this funeral. <laughs> We knew him well, bird flu, <laughs> and then just walk off. <laughs> if anyone else has to say, forever or forever hold your peace. Bird flu. Bird flu. <laughs> oh, Tom, you ruined it again by bringing up bird flu. <laughs> the second darkest day in pigeon racing history. So, freak weather has been blamed for hundreds of thousands of racing pigeons suddenly vanishing into thin air on the same day. So, up to 250,000 birds were released in some 50 races all across Britain on Saturday, June 19th, but only 10% managed to return in the expected time. The other 9% are going to come out of magician's hats over the next few months. That's just, you know, (laughs) magician's going to open it, it's going to be... Three pigeons in there rather than the dove he was expecting. The great magician's hat top-up of 2021. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, when when that 10% turned up, they were like, mm. oh, Gareth, you never believe what happened, Gareth. I've seen things, man. Yeah, it's smoking. Yeah. <laughs> seen some things, man. Seen some things you people wouldn't believe. Thousands of us. Pigeons, one and all. We weren't men. We were children. We were pigeons. We knew nothing. Did I get a medal when I came back? No. No, I didn't. So thousands are still missing. And some have subsequently been spotted as far as Holland and Mallorca. <laughs> they've gone on holiday. They've gone on holiday. Yeah. That's what has happened. Is they've gone, ah, 
stuff this, take yeah. a left here, and go Mallorca. It'll That's be great. Exactly what ha- so where where have they got the Bermuda Triangle from then? They've not disappeared. They've buggered off abroad. Yeah, there's nothing to do with the Bermuda Triangle. Nothing to do with it. I know. I can't wait. Where where was this? Where was this set? Well, the the picture is from Media Wales. Yeah. Well, last time I checked, the Bermuda Triangle wasn't above the Welsh border. No. If it was the Welsh Bermuda Triangle, there'd be far more consonants in its name. That's triangle. <laughs> I'm allowed to be offensive to the Welsh, by the way, because I have Welsh blood. <laughs> so I'm allowed. It was really mean of you to kidnap that Welshman and <laughs> perform a non-consensual blood transfusion, Tom. That doesn't Why? give you the right to yes, insult it does. the Welsh. That makes me Welsh. When you stole that from that Welsh blood bank, yeah. put it put it into me veins. I want to be Welsh. It's my blood. Blood of my people. Can you speak any Welsh, Tom? Uh, no. No. <laughs> to put it to put it bluntly. Back, back to the article. We've already concluded that they didn't disappear in a Bermuda Triangle incident. They've just buggered off on no, holiday. They went on holiday. They went and got their passports renewed and buggered off to Mallorca. Now the, now, <laughs> they go, hey Jim, is is Mallorca amber or green right now? Can we go there? <laughs> what, what what bracket is Mallorca in? So the the mass disappearance has prompted some to dub the date the worst day in the sports history. <laughs> Disappearances mm-hmm. were first highlighted in reports about a race from Peterborough to the northeast in which more than half of the 9,000 pigeons taking part went AWOL. So these are military-serving pigeons, then, is what we're saying. <laughs> the thing is, right, I don't I don't know how, how pigeons work, but <laughs> if, if like, you, you'd think it'd be, like, a bit of a, a pack-type situation. So if a load of mm. them went off somewhere, mm. you think the rest of them would follow. What you've got is always the case with group projects. You've got some cocky arse hat whose voice is louder than everyone else's. Who's no, yeah. no, no. Listen, lads, it's this, this, this way. I don't know. I, I know where I'm going. I, I don't need no sat nav. It's this way. This way. <laughs> yeah. I am going. So, <laughs> and they got them lost in the Bermuda Triangle. What was it? Fucking Peterborough. Peterborough. <laughs> Many a time I've heard of, of planes disappearing above Peterborough. Unsolved mysteries of Peterborough airspace. They're <laughs> out there, Tom. Peterborough. Peterborough. So Dean Simpson, who's a race controller, yeah. as if they have race controllers for pigeons. Uh, so a race controller for the Southwest <laughs> Wales Federation of Pigeon Fanciers. What? That's the name for people that fancy pigeons that race pin- pigeons. Pigeon fanciers. They race, well, they race them or they bum them. Which one is it? <laughs> So Dean Simpson, who fancies pigeons, said the same almost happened to him and his friends. A huge number of birds they'd lovingly reared. (laughs) They they do want to bump pigeons. (laughs) So um, a huge number of birds that they'd lovingly bummed from from chicks suddenly disappeared without a trace. Well, that's awkward. See, I thought Dean meant that that the same thing happened to them. That they got lost. Dean and his mates got lost on their way. From oh, they didn't. I thought you were going to say they got bummed by pigeons. <laughs> the pigeons' revenge. That's where they've gone. <laughs> they've gone. They've gone to do a, a pigeon B two movement. Is stop harassing pigeons. You freaks. Makes sense. Tasked with d- 
deciding when and where birds are released on each day, liaising with other federations and checking the weather situation, Dean said there's been no warning signs that something odd was about to happen. Mm. That's because they pulled the wool over your eyes, Dean. They had, they've they yeah. had this planned for weeks. Uh, come on, lads, we're going away. Don't tell Dean. The pigeon great escape. Chicken run for pigeons. It totally is chicken run for pigeons. Yeah. I don't want bird flu. I don't like pies. So, f- further, <laughs> further down the uh, the the article says. So he added that the homing pigeons can navigate using the Earth's magnetic fields as a guide, but a freak occurrence such as a solar storm could have ended up distorting their sense of direction. This could be one explanation behind the mysterious Bermuda Triangle phenomenon, but the answer still isn't clear. So what they need to do is they need to find a, a pigeon that went there, get the black box out of it, and you get like its flight recording, don't you? You know, yeah. like where it was and GPS and stuff like that. So it's solar winds blowing them off course. Well, if you read further down, Dean then carried on saying, personally, I've not ruled out a series of mini tornadoes being to blame. He's thought of everything. Dean has thought of absolutely everything. (laughs) Next next week, we're going to read about how a local fisherman was attacked by a swarm of... 200,000 pigeons in a tornado (laughs) yeah yeah just a tornado of pigeons (laughs) (laughs) you've heard of sharknado (laughs) welcome to pigeon nado I like I like this bit as well it's upsetting for the boys because they've reared these birds by hand really looked after them and while money is the last thing on anyone's mind at a time like this Pigeon fancying can be an expensive hobby. Losing this mm. many birds will have cost a fortune. However, he added that it wasn't the first time an event like this had taken place. Dean added <gasps> some of our older members can recall an identical unexplained happening from about 60 years ago. But that was way before my time. Some old wizened old man going, <laughs> Many moons ago, I remember... The second darkest day in pigeon fancier history. Not the first, though. That was bird flu. <laughs> yeah, the third darkest day in pigeon... The sky. She was clear. The birds. They were let loose. Flying. And then, above the Peterborough Triangle, they went away, away well. To Mallorca. <laughs> and came back with straw hats. And itchy groins. <laughs> the Procrastinate and Patrick podcast is filmed in front of a live studio audience consisting of AIs, trained chimps, and violent geese. Next week, tune in for another platypus fact, and God knows what else. I mean, we're making something to go along at this point. I mean, we should really plan this better. It's so warm! (laughs) Tell me about it.